Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. You're listening to a podcast from The Pool. Hi, I'm Viv Groskop, your pool agony aunt, and this is Waving Not Drowning, where I'll discuss how to combat your problems and solve your emotional issues. On this week's Dear Viv, what happens when your boyfriend's family really don't like you? Dear Viv, I've been with my boyfriend for four and a half years. And up until two years ago, I got on really well with his family, his mother and younger sister. Things changed when we spent some time living overseas together and then came back to the UK. At first, we both spent some time living with his mother. We'd been volunteering overseas and we found our way back emotionally and financially to being back in the UK. His mother said that she was happy for us to stay and it fitted in well with a consulting job that I had, which was commutable from her house, but not possible from my own family home. Things went downhill quite quickly. His sister, who didn't live in the family home, decided that she didn't have the same close relationship with her brother anymore and that I was the root cause. She told my partner about this and that she had concerns about me and that she didn't approve of me being Catholic, despite us never talking about religion and me being pretty lapsed and it being something that I spoke rarely about. At the same time, his mother started to speak to him about concerns that she had with me. There were plenty of these. I spend too much time with him. We were too close. I was too focused on my work. I did too much for him. I didn't say what I thought, etc, etc. It all felt quite petty and I ignored it, but then it became increasingly uncomfortable there. Things came to a head when she decided that she wasn't happy about my family dynamics, which were complicated and actually very similar to my partner's. Both of our fathers were alcoholics and died of alcohol-related illnesses when we were in our early 20s. She told my boyfriend that she wanted to know more about my childhood and why I wasn't closer to my mother. I relented at first, but she wouldn't let it go. I finally had one brief conversation with her where she told me I was damaged and needed counselling. She then telephoned my mother on Christmas Eve to tell her that I'd come to her to talk about my awful childhood and my bad relationship with her. My mother was heartbroken. I felt that she completely misrepresented what happened and my trust in my boyfriend's mother was completely ruined. There was then pretty much a stalemate for the next few months. I finished my contract work and moved back to my own family home whilst I waited for my partner to find a stable job and for us to move in together. I avoided his family events and kept a low profile. Things continued in the same vein though and my boyfriend repeatedly expressed frustration and disappointment that things were so toxic. 
So at one point, I tried to clear the air with them. I emailed them both, explaining why I felt things were difficult and apologising for the things I felt I had handled badly. My boyfriend read it in advance and encouraged me to send it. It only made things worse. His sister sent me a short and offensive response which told me that she didn't want anything to do with me. His mother was fine to my face, but became even more critical of me behind my back. For more than a year now, whenever she sees my boyfriend, she complains about that email and that I have to apologise to her for sending it. My mother has also tried to intervene and say that she supported me and that we needed to find a way to move forward. My boyfriend's mother just responded to complain that I had lived in her house rent-free and had never even said thank you, which wasn't true. Things have now been like this for a while. I try to support my partner, who I now live very happily with, but at every meeting with his family, things are fraught and difficult. Things have intensified as his sister gets married this year and has not invited me. My boyfriend feels like this is a statement about how unwelcome I am with his family and that it will be very difficult on the day to explain to people why I'm not there. His sister has always been a difficult character. She's very argumentative and stubborn and has a limited network of just her mother, brother and fiancé around her. She and her mum spend a lot of time together, which I think has intensified the feeling that it is her and her mum versus us. I've just tried to distance myself from the situation and encourage him to build back his relationship with them. This has not been successful and any meeting with them ends in a huge argument. My boyfriend is miserable. He has spoken about the pain of losing that close family relationship that he once had. He fears that when eventually when his mum dies, he'll have a breakdown and end up unable to cope and be an alcoholic like his father. I have no idea what to do. I feel like the only way I could make things better is just to lay down and take responsibility for everything, even though it's all complete nonsense. I'm worried about what this would mean for any future relationship with them and for us if we were to have a family. I know I'm not perfect and they want their best for their son or their brother. But it has felt like a vicious witch hunt for nearly two years now and I have no idea where to turn or how to make things better for my partner. Thank you in advance for any advice that you may have. Oh dear lovely correspondent, wow, what a letter and what a life you have been living in for quite a while. My first thought, and I rather suspect that you must be thinking the same thing, is that you must be absolutely meant to be with your boyfriend. There's something very touching about the fact that you've written all this without saying for a moment that you've ever had second thoughts about staying with him. So let's just start by looking at this very big positive that's staring us in the face. You obviously have a great relationship with your boyfriend that is worth saving. With everything that's going on in the background, it's easy to forget that when in fact it's the most important thing to always keep in mind. Remember why you're doing all of this and what it's worth. Not everyone gets to meet the person they're meant to be with and you obviously have. So that's wonderful. Now, it's no coincidence that I mention everything that is going on in the background because your whole life and your whole relationship has become about what's going on in the background and that's not right background should stay in the background the problem is the background has sort of become your life hasn't it and it needs to go back to where it belongs but how can you make that happen because that's what you're asking here isn't it I think it's good for you to have an outsider's eye on this so I'm glad you've written in I think from the outside it appears very different to how it appears to you on the inside which is true of course of many situations in life 
I very often wish I could stand outside my own life from time to time so that I could see what things really look like and tell myself what to do. So I hope this is a useful thought for you. Don't forget to step back as often as you can and try to be objective. I think what your situation needs most of all is some perspective. Let's have a look then at what exactly is wrong. On the face of it, and judging by your account, your life would appear to be a total nightmare. (laughs) However, Take your boyfriend's mother and sister out of the equation and suddenly your life is actually rather wonderful, isn't it? You say your boyfriend is miserable, but it sounds like the only thing he's actually miserable about is the way his family makes him feel. Actually, everything between the two of you is okay, more than okay. Neither of you seem to have work worries. So apart from the situation with the mother and sister, everything is okay, if not great. So let's really isolate this problem because I have a theory about the mother and the sister here. I think they're just scared to lose another member of their family. They already had your boyfriend's father taken away from them, and you know what that feels like. Maybe they've never actually grieved that properly. Maybe this is all leftover grief from that time. So one way of hanging on to your boyfriend and keeping him in their lives and close to them, however warped this might seem, is not only to create drama, but to appear to make him choose. Do you really want to leave us? Of course, they don't know that they're doing this. It's all subconscious. But it's the sort of thing all of us do all the time to try and keep people close to us and stop things from changing. We act out. You are very useful to them in this drama of acting out because they can kick and rage against you and see you as the thing taking him away. So this situation is very much not going to be solved overnight and it certainly wouldn't be solved by you telling them about my theory. Uh, Unfortunately, I think the only good advice here is to tell you to go on behaving exactly as you have been behaving, which is really like a saint, only more so. Your only option, I think, is to remain firm and give them something to kick against whilst being stoic and trying to not let it affect you. They don't want to invite you to the wedding? fine respect their wishes be kind and honest about it without being passive aggressive I don't think it would be weird to send a present and a short message on a card yes it's incredibly sad and angry making that things have turned out this way but I don't think it's going to be healed by anything other than time and by you accepting the way things are quietly and peacefully I know you say you're pretty lapsed in your religion, but I'm sure you'll know what I mean when I say that this is the time to turn the other cheek. That is the only way to end this witch hunt, I'm sorry to say, because they are not voluntarily going to end it. Let the white heat of their anger and their grief and their disappointment with life burn out. At the moment, these things are being directed at you, even though they're nothing to do with you. So just stop responding as if they are something to do with you. And maybe, just maybe, slowly, they will come to the realisation that you don't need to be the target. I can sense the frustration in your letter, but I can also sense from the description of your life for the past few years that you're an incredibly compassionate and tolerant person. So I'm sorry to have to tell you that the only thing you can do here is to dig even deeper into that compassion and tolerance. I'm really sorry that your mum has got caught up in all this. It sounds as if you have a very good relationship with her. Protect her from these people who are obviously hurting and lashing out at anyone they can. 
Don't waste time trying to build bridges with people who are only on the lookout for recently built bridges that they can burn down again. Instead, invest your time in your mum and in your boyfriend. Now, this is a bit of a mean and nasty thing of me uh, to say, but I think you've been treated in a mean and nasty way sometimes. and, And so this needs to be said. Sometimes with some people, you have to treat them like a dog. Reward the good behaviour, ignore the bad behaviour. This is literally about teaching people how to behave towards you. If you are nice to me, I will be nice to you. If you are not nice to me, I will turn the other cheek. Now, it's all very easy for me to say this because I don't actually have to live through this, but I think you can do it. In fact, you're already doing this. I don't think you wrote this letter because you don't know what to do. I think you wrote it because you're tired and you're fed up and you want some support and I absolutely don't blame you. But take that as seriously as you can. This has been a difficult time in your life and you need to make sure you've got a support system for the next few years. Are you really looking after yourself and making sure you've got the right friends around? You need some space and some time for yourself, not least because you need to give your boyfriend the space to maintain his own separate relationship with his family. That is perhaps going to be the hardest part, supporting him as he builds things back up with them. You just need to take yourself out of that equation for now. The one thing you and your boyfriend might need to consider is that his mother and his sister may not be capable of change. Perhaps moving on from the way they're behaving, which I do think is a form of grieving, would represent some kind of betrayal for them and behaving like this is a way of keeping the family together, however dysfunctional that might seem. Bear in mind as you change your behaviour and keep an open mind that it could actually be like this forever and you might have to find a way to live with it or not. Some people end up cutting themselves off from their families in part or even totally because they cannot tolerate the other people's behaviour. Now I know it would kill you to see that as an option now because your boyfriend obviously wants them to be part of his life but just be ready in case they can't change. As for your boyfriend's fear about his mother dying and his anxiety about alcoholism, these things are bigger than this situation. Um, So, of course, I'm going to ask, as I always would in this situation, whether therapy or counselling might help him. Uh, Check out the website I always mention here on Dear Viv, welldoing.org, for resources and recommendations for therapists. Maybe some kind of professional support is worth you thinking about too. Not necessarily because you need it, but because it would help you. I think you need as many people in your corner at the moment as possible. So I really wish I could be saying something much more dramatic and exciting than keep going, back off, turn the other cheek. But I would be lying to you if I thought anything other than peaceful acceptance can change this situation. I think you probably know everything I've told you already, so I just hope it helps to hear someone else saying it out loud. You know that you're not a witch, or if you are, you're very much a white witch, as many of us are. But just as with the witch hunts in the olden days, the more that you protest to them that you are definitely not a witch, the more that they will believe you definitely are. So back off from the witch hunt, lay low, and let them move on to find some other demons. The road to acceptance and reconciliation here is going to be a very long one, I think. But that doesn't mean it isn't worth it. I wish you and your boyfriend all the best. That's all for today. If you have a problem you'd like to submit, please send your email to dearviv at thepoolltd.com 
or tweet us at The Pool UK. Thanks for listening. Join us again soon and sign in to thepool.com where you can get more content specifically made by us for women like you. We hope we we'll see you there. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.